Hey, welcome to episode 144 of Amen, Brother Ben. It's the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. It's Pastor Ben. Thank you so much for listening. We love you for it. We are talking about being peacemakers this week. And how exactly are we going to do that so that we can be blessed by God? And I've realized something. There is an important distinction, and you may think I'm splitting hairs, but it's important that we be peacemakers, not peacekeepers. I think of peacekeepers like, isn't that what they called the Hunger Games people with masks and batons and guns that would beaten people into submission? Oh, we're just keeping the peace. Yeah. There's a difference. There's a big difference between being a peacemaker and being a peacekeeper. And not to get judgy or accusatory on you, but I think more Christians than we realize or that we would like to, to admit to are peacekeepers. We want things done the way they're done. And we don't want, we don't like confrontation, as the dinosaur on Toy Story says. And we want to avoid confrontation at all costs. And so today, I want to shine a little bit of light on that. And specifically, what are the bang differences? So if you're a peacekeeper, you are basically trying to main, maintain that status quo, right? Which just means maintain the working order of how things work right now. And you want to dismiss any problems that we have with it. That's what a peacekeeper does. We want to keep things the way they are right now and squash any rebellion to it. Now, the problem with that is we are in a broken world, a lost and dying society, and most likely <laughs> these these systems and these organizations, they're, they're not always uh, perfect. In fact, they rarely are. And I'm not one of those, you know, there's a whole group I've studied about these postmodern people that want to just tear down uh, society and, and reshape it into some socialistic hellscape. Look, I love me some capitalism. I love America. Yada, yada. I do, but we got to be honest that just because things are good for some people doesn't mean they're good for everybody. And so keeping the status quo is not always good. I keep hearing old white men in churches say, I wish we could go back to the way things was. It was better back when I was a kid. And while there were some things that were certainly better, that was only true for a certain amount of people, for a certain kind of people, right? And there's a lot of people with different life experiences that would go, no, the way we did law enforcement, the way we did government, the way you did church back then was not better. And sometimes we need to not just worry about keeping the peace and ignoring the problem, but we need to do something different. You know, peacekeeping also shuts down any conflict or disagreement and, and sees that disagreement as a threat, right? They end up vilifying and uh, being super defensive about any uh, pushback towards that status quo. And, and so peacekeeping is, is stunningly one-sided. It's very arrogant. And unfortunately, when it when it's walked out to its logical conclusion, it ends in tyranny and it ends in idolatry. It ends in us 
worshiping something or someone other than the God who made us. That's what peacekeeping does. I know that it doesn't sound, and that's kind of, you, you think I'm extreme, that, that peacekeeping and keeping the peace would end up in idolatry and tyranny. If you just study history, you just study the human condition, you'll see I'm not that far off. Uh, but peacemaking which is, again, what Jesus calls us to. Matthew 5, 9 doesn't say, blessed are the peacekeepers, because Jesus, in fact, came in and stirred up a lot of things. In fact, some of his biggest opponents were people trying to keep the peace. Oh, he's stirring up some things, and we want to make sure we keep things the way they are. Those Pharisees, they were peacekeepers. Jesus wants us to be a peacemaker, and a peacemaker is when you roll up your sleeves and you get down into the uncomfortableness and the awkwardness and you face the, the conflict and, and you work towards not just what was there before, right? You may want to keep some things that were there before, but you work for a more complete peace that benefits everyone involved, not just one person or one group of people. Right? That's why, again, Hebrews 12, 14 uh, is one of the verses I quoted in my sermon Sunday. Work at living at peace with everyone. You got to work at that. It takes effort. It doesn't, it doesn't take taking the, the easy way and the shortcut. You got to get in there and you got to work for it. Romans 14, 19 tells us to pursue what makes for peace and mutual upbuilding. So when you're a peacemaker, you see that conflict um, or as a, as a possible opportunity, I know not all conflict is good and healthy, but, um, it is when you see it as an opportunity to let, um, God's truth and, and superior ideas, uh, have its day. Right. Uh, and so it sees conflict as an opportunity to improve that peace and use it to grow all that's involved. That's what happens when you're a peacemaker. You you face these oppositions and you fa- and you you look forward to discussions and you don't just cancel someone who says something differently than you, like is so oftentimes the case in today's world. But we we enjoy that freedom of speech. Uh, why would we not? Why would Christians not? Shouldn't be afraid of freedom of speech because we know that the the, the ideas that Jesus has are far better than anybody else's. And so I'll put my ideas and and my uh, the truths that I get from from God's word up against anything, anytime, and I'm not worried about it. And so this when when we're peacemakers, this ends in joy. It ends in harmony. It ends in everybody involved being better for it. But here's the thing that they both have in common. Peacekeeping and peacemaking, they both take sacrifice. The only difference is you sacrifice different things. Peacekeeping sacrifices long-term things like truth, like objective truth, like freedom, like maturity and growth. Peacekeeping when, when you're a peacekeeper, you sacrifice those things. Those things have to go by the wayside because they get in the way of you, your way of making peace. But peacemaking, it offers some sacrifices short term. You, you have to sacrifice your preferences. You have to sacrifice your comfort. In fact, uh, a fellow by the name of Trevin Wax uh, said it this way. There is no peacemaking without pain taking. Right? We are going to have to deal with these things. But if you deal with them now and you, and you seek to get your hands dirty, roll up your sleeves, and make peace out of conflicting situations, 
it will it will end up being uh, a much more blessed future. That's what Jesus does, by the way. Jesus gives us the freedoms. He's going to put everything right as it should be and make peace, but he doesn't do it in a way that takes away our freedom, takes away our truth, takes away our maturity and our, our sanctification and our, our growth. So go out there and don't just keep the peace, make the peace, right? Because I don't know about you, but I can think of situations right now that peace making is much better than peacekeeping. As a parent, when when you make peace versus keeping the peace, you go and you, whatever your kids are fighting, let's say, and you are uh, trying to figure out what's what. The moments where I'm trying to just keep the peace, I yell at all of them and tell them to shut up and go to the room, right? And that doesn't deal with the problem. That, that didn't deal with the sin that caused this fight in the first place. I didn't come to the aid of whichever one of my kids was being wronged by the other. I just kept the peace. Y'all hush, quit arguing about it, go to your room. And that ends up with one of my kids frustrated and, and the other one getting away with something they shouldn't, right? But peacekeeping means as a parent, I go in there and I moderate and I figure out what's what, and then I correct what needs to be corrected and I encourage what needs to be encouraged. By the way, peacekeeping leads to stuff like racism, like uh, Jim Crow and slavery. Oh, we're just trying to keep the status quo. But peacemaking realizes that that peace was not a peace for everyone. And so we're going to have to fight certain battles to make sure that everyone has the same access to the same peace and joy and harmony. So get out there. Don't just keep the peace. Make the peace no matter what it takes. Do it in the name of Jesus. Do it because he did it for you. Y'all have a great day. We'll talk more uh, to you tomorrow. Tell you some big news coming up. We love you.